Hey, 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 this is Jennifer with the Honest Ugly Podcast, the place where we talk a lot about identity and intimacy. Recently, we talked about three benefits of becoming friends with anxiety and how God can use triggers of anxiety as invitations for us to be honest with ourselves and Him. We talked about how becoming friends with anxiety can actually increase spiritual resiliency as well as deepen connections and grow in intimacy. You can listen to that on episode 63. But today, today we're talking about how we can actually befriend anxiety. So what are the practical steps to embracing these anxiety triggers and using them to our advantage? Well, before I give you my practical steps, I just want to emphasize how anxiety is so very powerful. It can completely shut us down and keep us stuck in life, but it can also be used to help us launch forward into a more fulfilling life, the abundant life God wants us to be free to live. If we are serious about living from a place of continual, continual inner peace, we got to get really intentional about improving our mindset and our well-being. With lots of practice, patience, and grace for ourselves, I believe that we can approach this powerful anxiety with compassion and understanding instead of the fear and avoidance we we normally approach anxiety with. So here we go. Practical steps, four of them, four practical steps on how to embrace and befriend anxiety. The first one is to practice being president. Not president. You cannot practice being president, but you can practice being present. An internet search might give you the word mindfulness. Now, if you're a parent, you know that stage that kids go through where they're really curious and they're always asking you why. They're asking why way more than you want them to. And they notice everything. Well, look at mindfulness like that. As adults, we need to become more childlike. We need to become more like those kids. We need to become more curious. We need to ask ourselves more wise. And we need to start noticing how we react, how we feel, and how we are thinking. I bet all of us here today can admit that we can practice paying more attention to the present moment, especially emotions and thoughts that are always surfacing in us. Mindfulness is just being mindful. It's just being present. It is the practice of paying attention to the moment with curiosity and openness. And it's a willingness to self-reflect and learn. Now, how many of us just don't even pay attention, uh, pay attention to the thoughts and our emotions that come up? If they're negative, we tend to wave them off. Like we don't want to deal with that. We just stuff and we bury and we don't deal with them. But we need to practice being more mindful. We need to practice being more aware and willing to reflect on those thoughts and emotions that surface in us. Being present and mindful will help us start seeing our anxiety as a really good opportunity for us to be honest with God and ourselves. It helps us see anxiety as a uniquely personalized gift to help us grow, to help God make us more like Him. Yeah, we can find a checklist off the internet on how we can grow in certain areas of our lives, but none of those to-do lists take into consideration our unique giftings, 
our experiences, or our personalized traumas. It's just a black and white list with no room for the colorful variables we all have in our lives. But our own personal anxiety? Well, it's like the God who created us and knows us better than anyone. It's like he's giving us a detailed awareness of what is very specific to us. It's as if God is saying, hey, this is unique to you. I can help you with that. So if you want to practice befriending anxiety, start with being mindfully present and attentive to the moments, the emotions, and the thoughts that are always surfacing in and around you. They're always there. They're always there. You know they're always there. Just stop stuffing them, stop waving them away, and start paying attention to them. The second tip to befriend anxiety is to challenge your negative thoughts. You know that stinking thinking that you have when you're triggered by something or someone. Anxiety often involves negative, self-critical, defeating thoughts. Would you agree with that? If you have anxiety, is it ever positive? Is it ever encouraging? Is it ever calling you to be a better person? No, it's negative. It's critical. It's defeating. It wants you to hide. It wants you to fear. It wants you to to cower back and not do anything brave. It can be as simple, like negative thoughts. It can be as simple as saying, I'm such an idiot. Like when you drop something or you can't find your keys or, you know, something simple like that. And it can also be a little more disguised in the way we talk about ourselves. An example would be the bad habit that I've had for years is to say that I can't parallel a park. So, of course, saying it all the time made me believe it was true. I was convinced that I couldn't do it. I actually had a lot of anxiety over parallel parking. Looking back, it was very ridiculous. But last summer, I decided that I was going to reframe all the negative things I've spoken over myself most of my life. I actually decided before last summer, but this particular example happened last summer. But I was determined to notice all the negative things that rose up in me and turn them around into a positive. So it just happened that my daughter and I were on a girl's trip and we needed to parallel park. It only made sense to parallel park. I was tempted to drive around and find an easier place, but I remembered this new goal of turning all the negatives into into doable positives. So I grabbed the steering wheel and I looked at my daughter and I said, I can parallel park. I am great at parallel parking. Girl, I am the best parallel parker around here. Of course, she cheered me on and she helped me to confidently decide that I will no longer live a life where I drive around trying to avoid parallel parking. Y'all, I decided I was going to do it and guess what? I did. One try and I mastered that first attempt. And you know what it did for me? It changed my belief about myself that day. I know it's just parallel parking. It's simple, right? But I haven't once said that I can't parallel park again. Because guess what? I can. I did. I proved it to myself. I proved that I could do it. So there's no no longer going back to that belief that I can't. I think maybe we keep believing that we can't because we don't try. And we don't try because we don't think we can. But once we try and realize that we can, it just creates this new belief about ourselves. Like I cannot say that I can't parallel park because I've done it. So by challenging negative thoughts and replacing them with more realistic and positive ones, 
We can reduce our anxiety. We can improve our mood. We can conquer obstacles that once kept us fearful of even trying. Now, I know parallel parking is a a super, super simple example. And many of us deal with way deeper lies and issues and negative thought patterns than parking our cars. But I've learned how very important it is to tackle the easier stuff first. Because once we get more brave in the simple things, well, it just builds our confidence and it builds our beliefs and our abilities to tackle harder and more challenging lives that we've based our lives on. So befriending anxiety, befriend it by challenging your negative defeating thoughts. I just find it more, I guess, personally Oh, I I don't know how I'm trying to say it, but I just feel like we grow faster in this changing negatives into positive when we start with the little things. Actually, we don't even have to try to start with the little things. Just start with the things that you notice. And most of the time, they're going to be little things. It's the things that you speak over yourself. And once we tackle those smaller things, then I believe that God will bring to our awareness bigger and harder things. So the third way to befriend anxiety... Yep, is to be honest. I know, I know, I talk about honesty a lot here, but it seriously is the number one tip I could give you to heal all the broken places you're struggling to walk through. We cannot pretend to live outwardly one way while we are internally believing something different. When we do that, we really are at odds with ourselves. And when we are at odds with ourselves, guess what the result is? Yep, it's anxiety. Think about it this way. Let's just use fear as an example. So the Spirit of God living inside us as believers calls us to courage, faith, and trust. But let's just say that we aren't trusting God to take care of a certain issue. And when we don't trust God, guess what we do? We start to worry, maybe macromanage. We start overthinking and we start trying to control things in an attempt to get the outcome we want. Well, anxiety starts to surface because we are being called to trust, but we aren't trusting. That anxiety, that fear, is God inviting you to surrender. It's God saying, hey, you're out of sorts with my spirit that's trying to guide you. You aren't submitting to my gentle leading. You aren't being who I created you to be. We feel that anxiety in our bodies in a physical way. But if we can start realizing that it's God's gift to us to stop and realize that we are at odds with who we're called to be, then we can honestly admit our fears and struggle to trust and we can ask him to help us. And he does. He does help us. He gives us peace. And when he gives us peace, anxiety dissipates as we choose to trust. Because choosing to trust sets us back into who we are really created to be, into the children of God who he made us in his image. Does that even make any sense? Being honest with God about the root of our anxiety, our negative thoughts, and our out-of-sorts emotions is the best way to find our way to inner peace. Because when we ask him to help us, he does the work for us. He rises in he rises up in us and the fruit of him is lived out in us and the fruit of him is peace. So the fourth and final way to befriend anxiety 
is to admit when it's too overwhelming to manage on your own. And when you're at this point, my encouragement to you is to seek out professional help from a mental health professional who can provide support, encouragement, and wisdom to help you learn to be aware of all those negative thoughts and to help you notice the patterns that you've established in your life that are no longer serving you well. So, a quick recap. Practice being present. Challenge your negative thinking. Be brutally honest with God and yourself and seek professional help if it gets too overwhelming for you. That's all I have for you today. I am super grateful you take the time to listen here. If you found today's episode helpful, do please share it with a friend. If you're into the whole social media, <laughs> if you're into the whole social media sharing thing, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me. I'll be back soon. Thank you guys for listening.